0: This being New Year's Day, I think it, of course, as I normally do, be appropriate to have a lesson that kind of reflects on the fact that we are beginning a new year. And so I decided to make a little play on words from the passage that Jeff read for us a few moments ago and entitled the lesson for this morning, Stand Still or Go Forward. Now, I don't know how close you were paying attention to the text that Jeff read for us, and I'm not going to read it again. But in the text, you have a very interesting contrast. Let me set the stage for you. Uh, Moses was leading the people out of Egypt, and of course, uh, they left Egypt, and they had the encouragement of Pharaoh to leave Egypt because of the final plague that was sent by God that killed the firstborn of every living creature. And so they told the Israelites to get out of Egypt and even supplied them with things uh, to make sure they would get out of Egypt. And about the time that uh, they got out the door, uh, Pharaoh changed his mind. and Pharaoh decided that he wanted to go back and capture and kill uh, those Israelites. And so he got all his army and all of his chariots and all of his soldiers and they began to chase after the Israelites. Well, the Israelites are evidently doing a pretty good job of staying away from the Egyptian army until they came up to a major obstacle, and that obstacle was the Red Sea. And we know the story how God parted the Red Sea, but the verses that we're looking at today are two verses that took place right before they crossed the Red Sea. And in it, as I mentioned, is there, there is a contrast. If you paid attention to what Jeff was reading at the beginning of the passage that he read... Moses gave a commandment to the people. He told them to stand still. But then at the end of the passage, you have God telling the people to go forward. Now, I don't think that Moses was disobeying God when he told the people to, to stand still. And I don't think God was correcting Moses when he told the people to go forward. In fact, if you look at the text, what's happening there, Moses is telling the people to stand still to appreciate the fact that Take in what's happening here and understand that God is going to save you. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He wanted them to appreciate the moment. And God's telling them, the time for appreciating the moment is over with. You need now to go forward. You need to cross through that water. You need to get to the other side. The time for standing is over with. Now is the time to start moving. But Yet at the same time, there is... This contrast of standing still or moving forward. And I think that makes a very good uh, thought that we can piggyback on this morning, especially as we start thinking about the new year. And so with that verse in mind and that picture in mind of them standing still, being told by Moses to stand still and take everything in, and then God telling them to go forward. The very first thing I want you to think about this morning is simply this, what will be your attitude in 2017? When a year has passed, especially if it's been a good year for us, especially if we are happy with some of the accomplishments that we have made, we may take an attitude that Uh, we are satisfied and we have made the decision that we just simply want to stand still. It may be that we perhaps think that we have done enough this past year that we really don't need to do anymore in 2017. It may be that we ran into some obstacles in 2016 and maybe we've developed the attitude uh, that we don't need to do anymore. I mean, what's the use It may be that we had tried our very best in 2016, but there were people who belittled us, there were people who discouraged us, and since nobody likes me, I might as well just give up and stand still. Or it may be that we feel like we've done more than other people have done, and therefore since nobody else wants to pull their way, and I've really been pulling my way, then I need to stand still and take a break and let um, people do their part. 2017 is going to be a year of standing still. 2018 may be different, but 2017 is going to be a year of standing still. Well, folks, that's the wrong attitude to have in 2017. If anything about Christianity is true, it is true that Christianity is always about going forward. God does not want us to stand still. Even in the text that we looked at, They were doing something that was appropriate. Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And we too may be tempted to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. God has saved me. God has blessed me. God has done some all and wonderful things for me in 2016. And I just want to stand here and kind of take it all in and kind of bask in it all and just be content with what's happened. But God told the people of Israel, and he's speaking to us through his word today, he is saying you don't need to stand still, you need to go forward. Christianity is a religion that we're never satisfied regardless of our age, regardless of what we've done, we're always pressing forward, we're always trying to do more because we have a God that loved us, we have a God that takes care of us. We have a God that does so many things for us. We should never be content with the status quo. We should never be content with what we've done in the past. But we should always be going forward, striving to do more. In fact, listen to what, Bi- what the Bible says about it. Psalms 92, verses 12 through 14, an Old Testament passage that shows even in the Old Testament this has always been the case with God's people. But notice it's addressing the righteous. It says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring fruit in old age, they shall be fat and flourishing. Now notice how in a beautiful way, the psalmist describes the righteous. And the righteous is something that somebody who is supposed to always be put forth fruit, always to be growing. It's something that's supposed to be noticeable. Even as we get older, the process doesn't stop, but we keep increasing so that as the psalmist says, we shall be fat and flourishing, meaning that we should be putting forth an abundance. But notice what it says in the New Testament. In Luke 17 and verse 10, so likewise ye when sh- you have done all those things which are commanded you, say we are unprofitable servants, we have done that which was our duty to do. In other words, we can't rest on our laurels. We can't Go back and look at 2017. Well, you know, I did that pretty good. And I was there when I needed to be. And I helped out in this area over here. And I gave this when I needed to give this. And I did all these things. Well, it doesn't matter. 2016 is history. You simply did what you were supposed to do. Now is a new year. Now you need to be doing what you need to be doing in this particular year. Before I was a preacher... I was a manager of a bank and of course, every year we had quotas that we had to make. We had to make so many mortgages. We had to make so many car loans. We had to make so many uh, personal loans. We had to have our delinquency at a certain level. We had to have uh, so much money in reserve. We had to make sure that we had opened so many checking accounts. And when the district manager came in at the end of the year, he may have said to me, well, Jim, you had the best year you've ever had. You're going to get this bonus, and you're going to get this prize, and you're just off the chart. But on January the 1st, that all changed. It was like it wasn't there anymore. It didn't matter at the end of 2017 if I'd gone to him and say, well, you remember what happened in 2016, how good a year that was? The district manager would say, well, you just simply did what you were supposed to do. This This is your job. But what have you done for me lately? And so as we move into the new year, we can't stand still. Our attitude is, we want to go forward. God has given us another opportunity to do His will. And so to echo the words of the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before, I press to the mark for the prize of the high calling in God. In Christ Jesus. In other words, the past is the past. The present's what's important. And in the present, what are we supposed to be doing? We're striving to reach our goal to go to heaven. There's nothing more important than going to heaven. And regardless of what you may have done in the past, whether it was good or whether it was bad, the beautiful thing about being a Christian is we get to start all over again. Not not only on January 1st, but on each and every day of our lives. But we're striving toward a gold. We're pressing toward a gold. We're not standing still. We're pressing on. We're going forward. We can't stand still. But as God says, we need to go forward. I was trying to think of an appropriate illustration that would help illustrate what the life of Christianity is all about. And this might not be that good, but yet I think it is something that works. Of all the vehicles that we deal with in our lives here on this earth, I think an airplane really illustrates what the Christian life is all about. You see, with a car, you can perform your functions in a car, and a car involves speeding up, slowing down, coming to a stop, Then picking back up again, then coming to a stop, slowing down, speeding up. Same way with a train. A train comes into a station and slows down and stops, and it continues on its function like this. But I thought about this, and maybe it's not that good of an illustration, but I think about the fact that in order for an airplane to fully function as an airplane is supposed to function, it can't be stopping. If an airplane stops in the middle of the air, guess what happens? Boom, you come crashing down. I realize that you have to be stopped on a runway, but you're not fulfilling the function of an airplane. You're just sitting there. It's only when you're flying, when you're really doing what an airplane's supposed to be doing. In order for an airplane to to fulfill its purpose, it's got to be constantly moving. If it stops moving at any time, then it quits fulfilling the purpose for which it was created, and it begins to go down, and it begins to crash. But here's another thing I think is neat about an airplane as far as the illustration is concerned. Not only does an airplane need to keep moving, but the airplane has the possibility to go upward. As it goes along, it goes upward. And I can't help but think about the Christian life. In order for the Christian life to be the fulfilled life that we need it to be, in order to reach that goal of going to heaven, in order to keep from standing still and always going forward, we need to keep moving. And only do we need to keep moving, we need need to keep moving onward and upward. That's what the Christian life is all about. In fact, Romans chapter 2 and verse 7 says, To them who by patient continuance, you see that word? Continuance in well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. The key to eternal life is by patient continuance in well-doing. In other words, it's not always easy. I'm sure that in 2016 we have some bumps and bruises because things didn't really turn out the way that there should have been. There may have been some conflicts. There may have been some obstacles. There may have been some things we wish we had done differently because it didn't turn out the way that we thought. But regardless, we need to be patient and continue on. We want to go to heaven. It's not about standing still. It's about continuing. It's about going forward. In fact... The writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1 reminds us, he says, Therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. In other words, he's making the point that we as Christians should grow. A Christian who doesn't grow is not a Christian. The point that he's making in this particular text, of course, is that You need to move beyond the fundamental principles of Christianity. When a person becomes a Christian, we sometimes refer to them as a babe in Christ because they're little babies. They have so much to learn. But as we expect babies to grow, we also expect Christians to grow. We can't just simply be drinking the milk of the Word when there's strong meat out there for us to grab a hold of. Christianity is always about moving forward. It's not about standing still. It's about leaving the first principles behind and growing as a Christian by leaps and bounds as we move beyond the simple things of Christianity into those more complex things of Christianity. So our attitude should be, first of all, as we move into the new year, that we're not going to stand still We're going to be going forward. And so, with that in mind, I've got some challenges for us for 2017. Nothing amazing here, nothing that will blow your mind, but just simply some things that you're familiar with, but need to be reminded of as we move into 2017. In 2017, let us go forward, first of all, in faith. In 2017, we need to put more trust in God and have more faith in God. We need to understand that we need to put our trust in Him and quit putting trust in self. Sometimes when we put all our trust in self, we get so discouraged we don't want to go any further. We just want to give up. But we need to understand it's about trust in God. It's about putting our confidence and faith in Him. In fact, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3, Paul says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. But notice what he says: he thanked God for the people who lived in Thessalonica because their faith groweth exceedingly. We have christian we as Christians need to understand that we should never be satisfied with our faith level. But instead, our faith level needs to keep growing and growing and growing. And that means that we need to believe in God and what He's going to do for us. We need to believe in God's promises. We also need to believe in God's threats. But we need to, every day, keep trying to find ways where I'm going to trust God even more. And so our challenge this 2017 is not to stand still and be satisfied of where my faith has been in 2016, but I'm going to go forward in faith and find ways to make my faith increase, make it exceed abundantly. But also, I think in 2017, we need to let ourselves go forward in teaching others. A passage that's in the Bible that we sometimes forget about, but Mark 16:15 says... And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Our world, for us here in this congregation, there are some who sometimes take foreign mission trips, but our world is the, the backyard, the break room, the boardroom, our brothers and sisters who are our relatives. We need to understand that we have an obligation to seek and to save those who are lost. Now, it may be, as we look back at 2016, you would say, Well, you know, preacher, I tried. I invited people to church. I even got a few to come to church, but nothing ever came of it. And so I think in 2017, I'm just going to give up on that because I didn't really succeed at that. Well, that's not what God tells us to do. Regardless of what year it is, regardless of what day it is, Regardless of what time it is, there is never a bad time to speak a good word for Jesus. We don't have to try to explain to them the entire plan of salvation. We don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of what church doctrine is. We don't need to try to tell them, well, your church is bad and my church is good. No, instead, you just need to simply invite them to services. If they want to talk to you about the church, emphasize what our plea is. Our plea is simply this. We want to return to New Testament Christianity and we simply want to be the Christians that you read about in the Bible. Who can argue with such a plea? Don't argue about the differences, but argue about a common goal and that is simply to be the church you read about in the Bible. But regardless of the nose you got last year, regardless of the turned down invitations, Regardless of the lack of fruit that maybe you did not perceive or see, 2017 is not a year to stand, stand still, but instead we need to continue to look for opportunities to invite people to services, to speak a good word for Jesus, to perhaps plant some seed that others can water and God can give the increase and another person can spend eternity in heaven instead of per- spending eternity in hell. In 2017, let's not stand still, but let's go forward in teaching others. But also in 2017, let's go forward in working for the Lord. The Bible reminds us that the best idea has not yet been thought, that the best song has not yet been sung, that the best task has not been started, and the best work has not yet been done. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58 reminds us that we need to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so, once again, as we look at the past year, we may be satisfied in some of the things that we have done. We may have even said, well, I worked really hard in 2016, so I'm just simply going to take a break. But we need to understand that the best is still ahead of us. There are some tasks that you haven't done yet that's going to give glory to God. There's some person that you have talked to and encouraged that that is going to make an impression on them for the rest of their lives. In other words, the best is yet to come. But we as Christians are instructed not to give up, not to stand still, but to be steadfast, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So in 2017, we need to find ways that we can work for the Lord, find new ways to work for the Lord and not be satisfied with the past. But also as we go forward in 2017, we need to go forward in loving each other. The Bible says this in First Thessalonians chapter three and verse 12, "And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another." And, and toward all men, even as we do toward you. We have a responsibility to do every can, everything we can to love each other. We've got to try ways to increase our love between brother and sister in this congregation. That means, as we look back at 2017, we maybe have to give up some grievances. We maybe have to give up some hurt feelings. That may be that we might have to overlook some personalities. But regardless of what maybe had happened in 2016, uh, 2017 is a new year. And we have a responsibility, as the text tells us, that we increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men. We need to find ways in 2017 to love one another. Uh, I tease my wife Karen that... You know, with every day that passes, I love her more than I did the day before. And as with all couples, she, y'all probably do the same thing. Well, I love you more than I love you. You know, that's silly stuff. But the point is, we need to do same, the same thing with those in the church. With each passing day and with each passing year, we need to find ways to love one another more. Uh, the world doesn't love us. The world's not going to show love to us. Where we find the love and especially the love of God and his son Jesus Christ is here with this congregation. And if we can't love one another here, then I don't know how we're going to love one another in heaven. So in 2017, we can't stand still. We have got to find ways to love each other. And one final thing as we, our lesson comes to a close. In 2017, we also we need to go forward in spiritual growth. And I think if we go forward in spiritual growth, then we'll find that these other things kind of fall into place. Because by spiritual growth, I mean we're going to grow as a Christian. We're going to be more of what God wants us to be. We're going to be more Christ-like in everything that we do. That's what the word Christian means. It means to be an imitator or follower of Jesus Christ. And so as we have spiritual growth, then we're going to have all these other things fall into place. We're going to work harder. We're going to love more. We're going to be the kind of people that God wants us to be. But how does spiritual growth come about? What do we need to do in 2017? Well, if we're going to have spiritual growth, there's something that we need to be working on this year. And that is, the text says, That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. I mentioned earlier that one of the things that we need to do in this new year is that we need to have our faith increased. The only way that we're ever going to have our faith increase is if we're going to increase in the knowledge of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 reminds us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Sometimes we play this little game with God. We go to God in prayer and we say, God... I want you to increase my faith. I want to be a Christian who puts more trust in you and puts more faith in you. I'm tired of the world bringing me down. I'm tired about my own self-doubts. God, please, increase my faith. What does God say back to us? Oh, not in a miraculous way, but if we were to open up our Bibles, what does He say? How are we going to get that prayer answered? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, if you pray to God before you go to bed that night, you want your faith increased, and you lay your head down on your pillow and you go to sleep, the next morning you're not going to wake up and say, "Wow, I got a shot of faith last night. I've got more faith than I did yesterday." The way it works, folks, is if you want to increase your faith in God, you've got to spend more time in studying God's word. There we find about God's power. There we find about how God answers prayer. There we find about how that God works behind the scenes to make things good for us. There we find out how that God loves us and how he was willing to do anything for us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8 and verse 31 says. So if you want to have some spiritual growth this year, the only way you can do it, and it's hard work, You have got to open up your Bibles and let God talk to you. That's the only way your faith is increased. It doesn't work by osmosis. It doesn't work by just simply wishing that you had more faith. But faith is based on the knowledge of God. In fact, in this particular passage, he says that we're going to walk worthily. There are some things that we need to do. If we want to walk worthy of the Lord, we need to be fruitful in every good work. Good works, of course, are very important. But also there needs to be increasing of the knowledge of God. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you've been studying God's word. There is always something new to learn. Always some, another reason why you need to participate in Bible classes. Why you need to, if, if for any other reason, share your knowledge with other people in that Bible class. If we're going to grow in faith, we need to also study our Bibles. If we're going to grow in good works, we need to study our Bibles. If we're going to grow in love, we need to study our Bibles. As we look at the love of God and what he did for us and how that Jesus Christ died on the cross in spite of our sin, we can learn more about love, and that causes us to love other people. So we've got to spend some time studying God's word if we're going to grow. But there's also uh, something else we need to do. Very simple verse. But a very powerful verse. Paul reminds us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17 that we need to pray without ceasing. Now I know when sometimes when people look at that passage, they think, Paul, they think Paul is saying, Well, you should never stop praying. And he's saying that. But he doesn't mean it in the sense that you're praying constantly and you never take a break. His attitude is, and the attitude that we need to have is that we need to be always praying with the right kind of attitude and constantly trying to find more opportunities to pray. In fact, as we live the life, even though we may not be verbalizing a prayer to God yet, in our mind we are conscious of who we are and conscious of who God is and how much we need Him. And so, to sum it all up, if we're really going to grow in 2017, if we're going to quit standing still and start going forward, we need to spend some time having God talk to us through his word, and we need to spend some time talking to God in prayer. And that way we can grow as a Christian through to 2017. So we come to the conclusion, as I said, and this is a very simple lesson, but we need to make the decision as we move into 2017. Are we going to stand still or are we going to go forward? Are we going to stand still in our faith or are we going to go forward in 2017 and strive for greater faith? Are we going to be satisfied with the work that we've done in 2016 and stand still in it? Or in 2017 are we going to go forward and find more ways to work for the Lord? In 2017 are we going to simply stand still and say, well I can't love anybody any more than I have now, but instead try to find more ways to love God? And to love his people. 2017, are we going to be satisfied where we are as far as our Christianity is concerned? Or are we going to strive to go forward and be the kind of Christians that God wants us to be? I think this particular title is a very appropriate invitation this morning. This morning, as we extend the invitation, you have a choice to make. Are you going to stand still? Or are you going to go forward? There may be some that uh, even today in a public way understand and appreciate the fact that they can't stand still behind that seat, but instead they need to go forward and make a public response. And I don't know who these people are, but there may be someone who has that need this morning. But whatever your need may be, we hope that you won't stand still, but you will go forward in 2017, beginning this day, this first day of the new year and being the kind of Christian that God wants you to be. Won't you come as together we stand and and sing?